Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Ecom Sales Tax Podcast, a multi-state tax solutions production. In this podcast, our goal is to help e-commerce sellers and their tax advisors keep up with the constantly changing world of sales tax. So let's get started. I'm Andy Johnson. I'll be your host today. I am a CPA, and I am the co-founder of Pizer Johnson & Company and the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Start With Nexus. And I am joined today by my co-host, Dan Peisner. Howdy, Dan. Hey there, Andy. Dan is one of the country's foremost authorities uh, in the world, really, uh, uh, of e-commerce, and uh, not only for sales tax purposes, but for income tax. And he is my assistant author of the AICPA course on multi-state income tax. So, Dan, today uh, I'm excited about the topic we're going to address because it's about bundled transactions. And um, this thing that I kind of think is kind of cool, you know, you, you buy these um, packages that come to you once a month. It's a great present that I bought for my mom. And she likes it because it's a gift that keeps giving all year long. So I Googled the topic, what are the best packages um, that you can get? So I'm going to share the results of my Google. And uh, so here are 28 awesome subscription boxes, according to Google. Uh, I guess this is, uh, what magazine is this that I'm looking at? Red Book Magazine. Okay, so um, when you sell a bundled item, your bundling could be a bundle of services, some of which are taxable, some are not, could be a bundle of food and other, uh, you know, home products. Uh, sometimes food is exempt, depending on the state. It could be a bundle of medical products, and sometimes medical products are not taxable, uh, depending on the, the rules in that particular state. Um, and of course, it could be a bundle of, of services. You know, it could get this month you're going to get a uh, massage. Next month you're going to get a pedicure. You know, uh, and so it could be a bundle of services with tangible property. So I thought we'd just kind of scroll through here and just see what uh, are the top uh, bundled subscription packages you can get. So here's flowers. I love the flowers. It comes every month. My mom's so happy when she gets flowers. hadn't uh, hadn't thought about this. You know, you could get a new handbag delivered to you every month. That sounds pretty good. Here is a. Um, so when I look at flowers, I think, well, flowers are taxable. So uh, typically speaking, uh, there's not going to be too. It's not going to be too complicated on the taxability of that in that bundle. Handbags are going to be taxable. But here's the Cat and Jack outfit box, and this is the, according to the advertisements, a perfect way to get adorable new clothes coming uh, every month. So um, it just keeps track of your baby as he or she grows. And so this could be somewhat complicated because some states tax clothing, some states don't. And then clothing has its own particular rules, so uh, you wouldn't necessarily know if this qualifies as clothing. The Dollar Shave Club, um, that looks like it would be all taxable everywhere, so not too complicated there. Blue Apron uh, looks like pretty much like food when I look at that picture, you know. So states that tax food or don't tax food, uh, maybe there's some spices in there. 
but that looks like in most states it would qualify for an exemption. Uh, bark box, um, you can get uh, doggy treats, and typically when the states that exempt food, they um, um, pet food is not part of the exemption. Um, so that could be all taxable. <clears throat> Beauty products, typically taxable. Um, birch box, so this is a collection of beauty and lifestyle samples, and you can get this for only $10 a month. Yeah, what a bargain. Looks like it's all taxable. Um, Full-size beauty, fashion, and fitness products, probably all taxable. So, so far, Dan, it's not like it's that complicated, right? So why are we even talking about this? Uh, wine. Wine can be complicated. So, uh, but we're not going to talk about wine today. Um, here's Korean beauty products. How about that, Dan? Uh, are you a secret subscriber to Korean, the Mishi Box? No, I am not. Uh, but but uh, there there does appear to be a box for everything now. I mean, it. Uh, but that all looks taxable, right? I don't see anything that's not taxable there. Foodie Direct. Um, I would have to be careful if I subscribe to this. This would be trouble. Um, this could be kind of complicated uh, because. Uh, you know, some of this could be considered food. Um, some of it could be considered uh, food that's ready to eat, in which case it's not considered non-taxable food. Um, that would be interesting. Here is uh, a combination of things that might be considered food, might not be. So that's interesting from a sales tax perspective. Um, you can get uh, drinks and snacks from all over the world. That could be interesting. Uh, here is something that uh, is probably all taxable, but your kids uh, could learn how to do uh, coding, and uh, that, that could be interesting, I suppose. Uh, but here's the one that I wanted to for us to talk about, Dan, because this will allow us to to get into the rules, and they wide they vary widely by state. So, as usual, we're going to talk about the top ten most populated states. So here's something called the Earth Box. I haven't spelled that correctly, um, but I'm assuming it's Earth Box. Maybe it's your Earth Box. But it's all about whether you're, you know, you want to be all about uh, being green. Uh, and so this box, it's only $20 a month. Of course, I'm sure you can upgrade it. Has a combination of natural and eco-friendly beauty, food, and home goods for every member of your household. So, Dan, um, first of all, in our top 10 states, every one of them exempts food. Now, everyone will have their own definition of food, um, and whether or not this kind bar would qualify as food is a good question. Uh, whether or not gum, gum in some states has a totally different rule for taxability. But I just thought it would be interesting just to assume that it, you have a combination product. You're an e-com seller, and you sell a combination of beauty products, which are typically going to be taxable, food products, typically not going to be taxable, and home goods. And you sell it every month for $20 a month. What would be the rules? So, Dan, in our top 10 states, let's start with California. California's rules, not surprisingly, are complicated, right? So we're, we're asking the question, we have a $20 box of goods and it has 
let's say $11 worth of food products and $9 worth of other, you know, beauty products and home goods, at least this month. Next month, it goes down to $3 worth of food. You know, every month it would be a different combination. But let's just assume that it's $11 worth of food and $11 worth of non-food. Now tell me... 11, 11 food, 11 non-food? 11 food, 9 non-food, because it's only $20 a month for the earth box. Okay. Well, uh, that would... And remember, in, in all things, we're, we, uh, we go to our default rule, and that is that tangible personal property is taxable and, until we find otherwise. And the, uh, the, and, uh, the states have put a lot of carve-outs out there for certain products, and food is probably the most common one. And as we, we take a look at the food, uh, California says anytime you're dealing with a product where you've got uh, – Taxable and non-taxable property, it says, they, they say that non-taxable property bundled is generally going to be subject to tax uh, if any one bund item in there is taxable. However, um, it may there's a couple of situations where you can treat it differently. Um, in the event that uh, more than 10% of the retail value uh, of the bundle represents the value of the taxable item, and these items are segregated, tax will apply to the, the retail uh, price of the taxable items. Now, All right, so, so far we have a 10% rule, right? So 10% of 20 is two, and we said the food was $11 worth of food out of the 20, so that's more than 50%. So, so far, if we knew nothing else, we would say, hey, this is a bundled transaction, but it's mostly food, which is not taxable. So what's our answer so far? Well, our, actually looking, looking at this, um, it says if more than 10% of the retail value of the bundle represents the taxable item. So our, our ta there are others nine, so that's already higher. So our answer so far is taxable. Okay, perfect. So, so uh, far it's taxable. Mm -hmm. Now it says that if the items are segregated, Tax will apply to the retail selling price of the taxable items. Uh, now, it's then that could break down the question: How well can you How practical is it to segregate out the 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 nine dollars of the other in each of those packages? Uh, so now, the you would charge tax on nine dollars worth of the twenty. That, that if you can segregate it. Now, if you can't, the whole thing is taxable. Um, okay. Now, the, the second thing they look at in, is that if more than 10% of the bundle represents non-taxable food products and the container is less than 50%, then the whole thing is non-taxable. So using your example, the food, the food exceeds the 10% value. Now, the, you didn't mention the container cost, but assuming that that's in the other, then that would, in that case, that would be, that would be non-taxable. Yeah, I'm assuming it's in the other, and looking at that box is probably like $1.50 for that box. Yeah. So that, in that case, California would say non-taxable. Interesting. And if it's, if the container, you know, California taxes tangible property, just like every other state. And so they have this weird rule of, 
hey, if you're basically selling a container and you're disguising it with, you know, some water inside of it, you know, you're selling this really expensive vase and you put water in there and you're selling it, you know, for a thousand dollars and it's got water. So it's a bundled container, but the, the container itself is more than 50% of the value. Then you're selling a container. So that's why they say that the whole thing is taxable. All right. So California is really weird. Uh, how about some of these other states? Well, as we go to Florida, we see that uh, Florida says that it's general that property is generally going to be subject to tax. Uh, however, they do bring in a uh, they do bring in a uh, an exemption that says when non-tax again non-taxable food products are bundled with taxable products for a non-itemized price, and the products represent and the taxable is 25% or less, uh, then the entire thing is exempt. So if okay, so we have nine out of 20, let me do some quick calculations here. 45% is taxable. taxable. So in Florida, this whole bundle would be taxable. This particular yeah. month. Next month, you'd have to look again, right, and rep reprice it. That sounds like all kinds of fun. <laughs> now, and uh, going to going down here to Georgia, we get even weirder. Uh, that generally subject to tax. However, it's it's uh, we we start bringing in de minimis thresholds, and the uh, the de minimis threshold for, I believe, for Georgia is ten percent. So if Correct. less than, if more than ten percent of the product is taxable the whole thing is taxable. So that's test one. Uh, and it can be either of these. So if you're, if you're a normal product then more than 10% taxable. So under that rule so far, we're taxable, uh, or the transaction includes certain exempt products, drug, durable medical equipment, mobility, prosthetic devices, or food and food ingredients. Okay. So and this package doesn't include any of those things. I'm assuming drugs or durable medical equipment, or prosthetic devices. I don't think that'd Basically. be a weird box. <laughs> I'm sure there are kits like that, you know. <clears throat> but this particular one has some food and food ingredients. So now we have a new test. So this one says if the price of the taxable product is 50% or less of the entire bundle. So if if you're essentially if you're more than 50% of it is exempt, then it's going to be exempt under that rule. So in our case, it's 45% taxable products. Right. So in that, following that second test, it would be exempt. All right. And of course, you'd and have to know, you have to look inside that bundle and just don't assume that uh, granola bars are exempt and gum is exempt uh, as a food product. So you'd have to know state by state. Exactly. All right. So that's a pretty typical rule, I think, uh, that I think we'll see in other states. How about Illinois? Illinois takes a little bit of a different approach. Illinois says it's going to be taxable. Uh, Illinois doesn't actually exempt food, but they do give it a preferential rate, uh, a lower rate. And what Illinois says on these packages is that if is that the tax rate you use is, is the predominant rate. So if more than 50% of it is fully taxable, you fully tax the package. If less than 50, if more than 50%, rather, is 
is at the lower rate, you tax it at the lower rate. Yeah, that's so, super complicated, right? Oh yeah. That's interesting. So, so using our example, you would since since the more than eleven since more than fifty percent of the package is is assuming it qualifies for the food definition or Illinois, you would use the lower the lower rate for food growth. Tax the whole package. It would it would all be taxed, but it would be taxable at the lower rate. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And as we, so, uh, Michigan is similar to uh, Georgia, same type of rule, by the way. How about New York? New York, taxable. New York, uh, New York taxes the entire thing, and they look there when they look at bundled. Uh, when they look, when they look at uh, bundles, they're more interested in. Uh, goods and services that are bundled together. So they actually don't provide any any kind of guidance when you've got uh, potentially taxable and non-taxable items put together. And I looked ahead, North Carolina and Ohio are both similar to Georgia. And <clears throat> how about Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania, actually similar. To, they use a predominance rule. Uh, now there's now they they actually do have some exemptions and they've they've got a pretty good number. They're very detailed in their exemptions. But if it's the package is predominantly exempt, then the whole thing will be exempt. Likewise, if it's predominantly taxable, the the whole thing is taxable. Yeah, predominantly means over fifty percent, right? right? I guess if it were fifty fifty exactly, what would you do there? Uh, if it was fifty fifty exactly, uh, I'd probably I'd tax it. I'd throw an, an extra stick of gum in and call it a day. Yeah, but gum is taxable in Pennsylvania. I an think. extra cookie then, okay. an extra an extra granola bar. Uh, okay. I'd throw something in to throw it just over the line. Yep. I'd recalculate. I'd sharpen my pencil. But I would probably try to err on the side of caution, you know. Yeah. And then Texas has a very similar rule. To the that predominant rule, so exactly. as you can see, uh, it just varies all over the the different states. This whole idea of bundling products and sending out subscription products is really hot, and it's a great way to do business. It's a cool way, but if you happen to be the person responsible for sales tax on those on those transactions, man, it's complicated. And that assumes, by the way, that you can your accounting system can even handle those uh, nuances for sales tax, your point of sale system. And that's, that's just another matter entirely. Uh, well, Dan, thank you that for us sales tax nerds, that stuff's kind of interesting and it's, it's, I wonder if it's interesting for any of our listeners, but we'll, we'll soon find that out. Um, well, that concludes our podcast, Dan. Thank you for participating. Um, those of you who are members of our, a private Facebook group. If you have specific questions, then go ahead and uh, reach out to us there and we'll answer your specific questions. Uh, others that have specific questions, if you want to just hook up with us, either Dan or me or both on LinkedIn, and you can pose your questions there and we'll do our best to answer those. Um, we would love to, to be your friend on LinkedIn. So Dan, thanks again, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you, Andy.